All right, folks, welcome aboard Thursday Night Edition, Philip Ward Show. We have a lot to uh, get into tonight. I wanted, this was one of the headlines uh, today, and I believe this was in ABC News. So, uh, ABC affiliate, either way, it works for you. You understand, you get the picture. So, listen to this. Consumer, so there was different people that they were talking to, and this one person was saying that it's sad and it's unfortunate that Dollar Tree is hiking prices. Quote, everything is going up. So, folks, instead of it being Dollar Tree anymore, we're now up to $1.25. That's what the store is going to have to be called now. Because prices has gone from everything being a dollar in Dollar Tree. By the way, you know, family, whatever the other dollar stores are called, I understand that, you know, especially in New York State. Here, come, here comes that tax for you. But we've now gone from a dollar, from Dollar Tree. Hey, could you go run to Dollar Tree real quick? No, no, no. Now it's under Joe Unity Biden. Could you run to Dollar and a Quarter Tree for a second? I mean, folks. This is the price, though. This is the price we have to pay as a country. You know, and we have some Democrats and liberals out there, oh, primarily the liberals, who just, they want to pay more for this. They want to spend more money from their taxes and give it to the federal government. I mean, I've, I've never seen a bunch of people, you did look at COVID, uh, you know, the vaccine mandates and everyone just listens to dr fauci don't look at the background behind dr fauci don't research him they don't say he's been wrong on absolutely every decision that he's made they just they just bow down listen to their federal government and 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 that's it but but if you don't want to acknowledge and and i can give you my opinion for hours on joe unity biden but just look at the facts don't take my word for it you know, nothing is going right. We got Biden inflation. We have Afghanistan. How about the Biden administration has totally forgotten about Afghanistan? Remember that disaster in the summer? Well, if there's still people there, then we're, then we're going to stay until everyone's out. Well, there are still, to this very day, Americans who are still stranded in Afghanistan, sitting ducks, being controlled by the Taliban. And and what did Joe say to us? Well, uh, no, it's not going to happen. The Taliban, if we pull out of Afghanistan, no, the Taliban aren't immediately going to take over. That was a lie. The Taliban have complete control. Did Joe Biden listen to his generals? No. He made a, he made a political decision because he wanted American troops out of Afghanistan before September 11th. So it could be what? A victory lap for Joe Unity Biden? You know, how about in, in, look at inflation? Now we got the dollar twenty-five tree. Biden inflation inflation is the highest it's been for thirty years. There is nothing. This is factual information. There is nothing that Joe Biden has done for this country that has benefited any American at all. Joe Biden's policies have have only helped at the Taliban in Afghanistan, Iran, the mullahs over in Iran who hate the United States, who hate our fellow Americans. They chant death to America in their own parliament. They burn our American flag. 
We it, Joe Biden's only helped Russia. So he gets rid of Keystone XL. Then he wants to shut another pipeline here in the United States. But then as far as Nord Stream and the pipeline for Vladimir Putin and Russia, no, those sanctions here, I'll get I'll get rid of them. You're fine. You're good to go. And then he says to Putin, well, uh, Vladimir, if you could, there's 16 things that uh, just don't touch those. Everything else goes. No, it doesn't matter. Just just not these 16 things, please. I mean, look at China. Joe, you know, you, you get this reporting from Miranda Devine. She's uh, from the New York Post. She's got a book out about Hunter Biden's business dealings and his laptop. The title of it, by the way, Laptop uh, from Hell. And, and, and the majority of the mainstream media totally ignore it. Remember all the books that were written about Donald Trump and his administration? You know, you get his uh, niece or whatever her name is, Mary Trump, and, and, and her book comes out, and it's all that the mainstream media talk about. How about John Bolin? His book comes out, you know, in the room that it happened or whatever the heck it was called. Obviously, it didn't sell a lot of copies. And, and 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 John Bolton is 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 doing the rounds as far as the mainstream. He's on ABC, he's on CBS, he's on NBC. Anywhere you go, anytime a book comes out that's negative towards Donald Trump, more generally, any book that's negative towards any Republican, and 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 the author of the book is on every single outlet. Well, how come Miranda Devine isn't on ABC? Isn't on CBS? Isn't on NBC News. Why is that? How come anytime something bad comes out against the Democratic Party, or or in this case, Hunter Biden, the son of the president right now, you know, no one wants to talk about it. If if if, if you didn't read the New York Post, you wouldn't know a single thing about this laptop from Hunter Biden. You know, a guy that is is nothing more than a crackhead. It's one of the biggest scumbags. In this entire country anyway so but but folks the point that I'm making is is with all of this and and you still have some Democrats that just that just turn a blind eye they don't want to they oh no things are going right under Joe this is the the price of of being an out the best way to describe it is being willfully ignorant you need to understand that Joe Biden hasn't done a good job furthest thing from it what at what point in time do we start to question Joe Biden's motives? Because I'm looking at it and I'm seeing the crises that that we're dealing with and having to go through that weren't here when Donald Trump was president. And Donald Trump always put forward a "Make America Great Again" America First agenda. What happened to that? The Biden administration calls calls that racist for some reason. We need to question Joe Biden's motives. And ask him why he is destroying this country. I think it's pretty simple. I think he's controlled by the Chinese. All you know, Joe Biden is very much implicated in Hunter Biden's business dealings. You know, Joe Joe Biden. We went through the story about Joe Biden and how you know he 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 so-called trusts uh, Tony Bobulinski and 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 all the other dealings in the Chinese uh, energy company CEFC. And then how about? You know, Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, who flies to China on Air Force Two, and then 10 days later gets a billion dollar deal with the Bank of China. And he knows nothing at all. Folks, it's all about buying power. 
it's all about the biden name it's about buying access to joe biden but but at what point do we say joe biden doesn't care about america he doesn't care about americans uh, by, by the way today here <coughs> that's it that's all you can hear from joe he was in uh bethesda in maryland he's trying to give this speech and all he's doing coughing everywhere you know he should have had a mask put on the microphone like uh greta uh, thunberg the blah 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 little girl he should have had a mask on that for goodness sake joe coughed everywhere all over the microphone and again you know you, you see you just watch a speech from joe watch how much he struggles to get through it the guy can't even read a teleprompter anymore don't you think if you wanted to enjoy a life in politics that you would at least understand how to read a sentence and 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 jill biden knows that joe's struggling mentally she knows it kamala harris knows it ron Klain, the chief of staff he knows it everyone in the administration knows it jen saki definitely but you know what they still push their their radical agenda onto everyday americans who who i think a lot of them who voted for joe weren't they weren't they going to be promised that we were going to have a moderate democrat an old lunchbox joe was going to uh was going to uh, save the country from donald trump well folks this is the price we have to pay now and 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 there was a lot of us throughout that would warn you what was going to happen if joe biden became president well unfortunately now this is a nightmare for America, and, and, and nothing is getting better. Not a single thing is getting better under Joe Unity's leadership. Joe Bi- uh, uh, Yesterday, by the way, before we get into Joe and in his a, in a mask mandate today, yesterday, Joe, during his meeting, you know, he says that, uh, I met uh, every Israeli prime minister since Golda Meir, he says, well, the issue with that, here's the headline. Biden appears to misremember 1973 meeting with Israeli leader. So President Biden attempted to illustrate his support for Israel by touting a supposed wartime meeting with former Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir during a time when he was in law school and the former Prime Minister had not yet been elected. Biden said he met with Meyer during 1967 six-day war in which he claimed he served as a liaison between Israel and Egypt. Well, he made the remarks during a menorah lighting uh, yesterday at the White House, apparently referencing a meeting with Meyer just before 1973. A six-day war in which Israel annihilated a surprise attack from the Arab coalition of Jordan, Syria, and Egypt, reshaped the Middle East, broke out a year before the future president graduated Syracuse University College of Law. Meyer was elected prime minister two years later. Quote, I, I, I've known every every prime minister, well, well since Golda Meir, including Golda Meir, during the Six-Day War, I had an opportunity. She invited me to come over because I was going to be the liaison between she and the Egyptians and the Suez, he said. Well, uh, and, and, and then Biden uh, says this was one of the most consequential meetings I've ever had in my life. Listen to this. Note taker wrote that the young senator was 
full of respect, but also displayed a fervor for and made comments that signaled his lack of diplomatic experience. That's according to an Israeli publication. I mean, for, at, at what point, and, and you know, remember Joe was saying, uh, well, oh, tractor trailer, oh, I drove one of these bad boys. Joe, no, you didn't. And then the repeated lies about Amtrak's and how he was taken. Now this guy was saying, Joe, we may be. And then Joe did a, over a million miles on Amtrak. I mean, folks, it's just lie after lie. And then you get a meet. I mean, did Donald Trump ever tell fake stories about his life? Uh, no, he didn't. Joe Biden, all the time. He's, he's lying all the time. And where are the fact checks, right? Where are those so-called fact checkers to call him out on it? Nowhere to be seen. Then he says this. Then he says, every American needs to wear a mask when they're in public. Then he walks off the stage. You guessed it. No mask on Joe Biden. Of course not. Uh, you get this headline coming out today. White House says domestic travel vaccine requirements on the table due to Omicron variant. White House saying today a uh, COVID vaccine requirement for domestic travel is still on the table. So you want to fly somewhere, right? Even you want to go from New York to Florida. It seems to me as if that's what a lot of people are doing and moving uh, from California to Arizona or, you know, red states, right? Because the blue states, well, you know what blue states are all about? Overly high taxation. Uh, they want to be sanctuary cities, turn it into sanctuary states. You know, they, 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 they don't want energy, they don't want oil, they don't want drilling in their states. The guys are, the, the people are insane. But anyway, so a requirement for domestic travel still on the table. And the Biden administration will continue to evaluate and assess on a daily basis. Jen Psaki, when asked about it, I would say that nothing is off the table, so including domestic travel. Listen to this. White House is set to extend the mask mandate to March 18th. Now, what's funny about all of this is that the you get this guy, MSDNC uh, Heileman is his name or whatever, saying that republicans republicans right don't want covid to go away do you really think it's the republicans who don't want covid to go away we're sick conservatives are sick and tired of covid anyone that i've spoken to who's a conservative is tired of covid is tired of masks is tired of the whole six feet is tired of absolutely everything I mean, some people who've gotten the vaccine that I've spoken to personally regret getting it. They said, well, well, we only got it because we were told that we could go out to different places. We could go to concerts or, or bars or restaurants. We wouldn't have to wear a mask. Well, now it's still, remember, even Joe said it's either vaxxed or masked. Well, now, even if you are, have the, have the vaccine, if you're vaxxed, you still have to wear a mask. So really, it's a quote. If people follow Fauci, he says right then and there, you should have known this guy's a complete idiot. There's a likelier chance that COVID will go away. And if COVID goes away, it's bad for Republicans, he says. The political math on this, it's not it's not hard to figure out. Really? It's the Republicans that want COVID, right? Uh, by the way, Joe Biden today, and, and, and this should just have everyone 
in fear. Biden jokes Fauci is actually president. Quote, I've seen more of Dr. Fauci than I have my wife. You know, we kid each other. Hey, look, who's who's president? He says, Fauci. He says, really? Imagine that. Uh, Congressman Jim Jordan saying, Dr. Fauci is president. That's that's not a joke. That's a nightmare to so many Americans. He says, I mean, when did Dr. Fauci ever put his name on a ballot and run for office and get elected by we the people? But yet he has complete authority. And folks, you can thank Dr. Fauci for lockdowns. That was all Fauci. Fauci's been wrong on everything. You know, the White House said, well, locked up. It's still on the table. Remember, Joe said, I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. Well, really? How's that going for Joe Biden? More Americans have died this year from COVID than they did last year. And how can that be if we have three FDA-approved vaccines? I, it's, it's very interesting to me, folks. It really is. Anyway, uh, you got Kamala Harris today driving this bus in uh, Charlotte. Uh, the wheels on the bus go round and round. She starts singing. Oh, and um, before I forget, we do have some breaking news here. This is in the Daily Caller. Uh, government shutdown averted after Senate passes short-term funding bill. Uh, the Senate late tonight cleared a stopgap bill. To, uh, it came out about an hour ago this year. Uh, the Senate cleared a stopgap bill to fund the government through mid-February after an 11th hour agreement led a pocket of conservative Republicans who were prepared to force a shutdown to allow for the measure's expedited passage. Excellent. Phenomenal. The bill, which funds the government through February 8th, sailed through the chamber, 69 LOL to 28, above the 60 votes needed to pass the House earlier on a 221 to 212 vote that saw one member, one Republican cross party lines. Who was that? Who was that, do you think? You guessed it. In the House, uh, Representative Adam Kinzinger. Of course, I, I can't wait for that guy to retire and finally get out of Congress. Um, Stopgap measure, which largely continues current funding levels and includes an additional $7 billion to aid Afghan evacuees, now heads to Joe Unity's desk with just over a day before a shutdown is set to begin. Listen to this. While the bill uh, went from being introduced in the House to passed by the Senate less than a day, its fate was uncertain. Much of Thursday, as three Republican senators, Mike Lee of Utah, Roger Marshall of Kansas, and Ted Cruz of Texas, vowed to use procedural tactics to shut down the government for as long as a week unless they received a standalone vote on whether to strip funding for President Joe's, uh, Joe Biden's vaccine and testing mandate for Americans in the private sector. Um, uh, Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, quote, let's be clear, if there is a shutdown, it will be a Republican anti-vaccine shutdown, he says. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, listen to this, the Daily, uh, Daily Caller writes this perfectly, did not put any blame on his caucus, but like Schumer, urged his colleagues, don't force a shutdown. Remember it was Mitch McConnell in the debt ceiling when the Democrats wanted to raise the debt ceiling? McConnell, oh, okay, here, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to do a backdoor Washington, D.C. swamp deal. Uh, where uh, McConnell, 
we're not going to shut the government down. That that makes no sense for for anyone. Almost no one on either side thinks it's thinks it's a good idea. Really? I know a lot of conservatives who are out there that understand that if a government shut and again, it was Mitch McConnell himself who said that obviously Democrats have decided to govern on their own. If a government shutdown happens, hey, guess what? Who controls the government? Who controls the White House? Who controls the House of Representatives? Who controls the Senate? It's on Democrats. McConnell was right when he said they wanted to govern alone. So why did he help them? You know, it was one of the biggest rhinos in all of the Senate. This is why there's some of these Republicans I absolutely cannot stand. McConnell's right at the top of the list. He's right up there with Romney, Sass, Cheney, Kinzinger, all these people who say that they're so-called conservative Republicans. Listen to the listen to the number. Oh, by the way, Senator Patrick Leahy, chair of the Senate Appropriations Committee, who's uh, retiring saying well, too much in the fiscal year if you're no closer to get a, an agreement on full appropriation bill tell you ever listen to Leahy that's it I mean that guy is a dinosaur we're, we're buying time to complete these negotiations it's not a matter of whether or, or we we're not we should we have to he says how about this folks I don't think I ever shared this with you, but this was last month this came out now because I talk, Joe talks about this so-called build back better, right? And and, 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 and I don't know, maybe it's going to save the country. So is that the way he wants to fra uh, frame it? I don't know. Obviously, it's a lie. Let me show you how. This was a headline last month, Fox Business. Biden's spending plan could cost up to $4 trillion, Penn Warren analysis shows. The newest Build Back Better proposal, uh, uh, now linked with this uh, $3.5 trillion request, would expand Medicaid, establish universal preschool, provide new funding for child care, and offer green energy tax credits. This is the Green New Deal. That's all it is. Socialism. You get it. Findings from the Penn Warren Budget Model nonpartisan group at the University of Pennsylvania's Warren School suggest Biden's plan could actually cost more than 3.9 trillion dollars the uh committed committee excuse me for a responsible federal budget they come out with this headline a permanent build back better act could cost 4.8 trillion dollars remember this is all on the back of six trillion we've already appropriated from last year so we had to be cautious with the budget this year, to say the very least. Well, Joe Biden seems it's fitting to ram down four more trillion dollars, 4.8, this committee's saying. Uh, Build Back Better Act relies on a number of arbitrary sunsets and uh, expirations to lower the official cost of the budget. By the way, folks, this a lot of this has to do with sunset provisions. So basically, and if, and, and if you're not... Um, familiar with it a sunset provision a clause in a statute or regulation that expires automatically on a specified date so once build back better whatever these dates that the federal government puts for when these uh things end then that's supposed to be the end of it but folks 
If you know one thing about the federal government, it's that this, these plans, these government programs that they put into place, of course they're not going to end. It's all a lie. Um, Maya McGinnis, who's a president for a committee for a, fe a responsible federal budget, says, unfortunately, the framework of Build Back Better relies heavily on the massive gimmick of arbitrary sunsets to make the numbers work. The increase in the child tax credit amount and the earned income tax credit expansion lasts for only one year. Expansion of the Affordable Care Act will continue for only four years. Proposals to provide child care and pre-K will last for only six years. But what they can do, folks, is extend that, and that's exactly what they're going to do. Now, remember, you had the Congressional Budget Office. They came out, Joe Biden says this is this is CBO's the gold standard. Well, they said that Build Back Better is going to cost an additional $367. Put that right on the national debt. And uh, I like, uh, I actually uh, was just listening to uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, who is, uh, is the ranking Republican on the uh, Senate committee, uh, the Senate Budget Committee. By the way, it, 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 to scare you even more, you know the chairman is of the Senate Budget Committee, Bernie Sanders, who says bread lines actually aren't that bad. Um, now he says that this is all in the bill back, all it is is budget gimmicks. So this is from Pew uh, Trust.org. Budget gimmicks explain. So this is what they say. What remember, this is the ranking Republican on the Senate Budget Committee Budget Committee saying these are the tactics Democrats are using. Number one, the one of the budget gimmicks used, putting off payments. That sounds like the Democrats. Accelerating revenue, using temporary money for recurring expenses, counting on savings that aren't likely to materialize, and counting on revenue that isn't likely to materialize. That is what the Democrats are up to, folks. And they, they just want to pass this right right in front of our very eyes. I mean, it's just, And by the way, I... Tell you what, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, right, who says he's a he's supposed to be this fiscally responsible conservative Democrat. You know, I hope he sees all of these costs. And um, Lindsey Graham also said that there's going to be a, a a markup of the bill, so so we'll see when that comes out. Uh, just quickly as well, I want to point. I was just watching the Alec Baldwin um interview on ABC. Yeah, this guy says he didn't pull the trigger. Then he just started crying and crying and crying. And I'm thinking, it, you can cry all you want, but there's a woman who's dead. And how can someone be shot and no one pull the trigger? And he said, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me who pulled the trigger. Says he has no guilt at all. So I would like to know from Alec Baldwin. Okay, well, who pulled the trigger then, Alec? I, it's insanity to me. Um, anyway, folks. Good news as always, we have 1,144 days left to go. I'm going to be um, away tomorrow, so we will be back here on Thursday. Enjoy the weekend. Um, as always, do anything you want to do that gives you pleasure and enjoyment in life. That's what we have to do, folks. You always, always, always have to be happy in life. So, 1,144 days to go. Thank you, as always, for listening. Have a great weekend, and I will speak to you back here again next Monday.